Welcome to Being It, a man of God with Kobe C. Boone, providing context to thought-provoking concepts amongst modern men with biblical principles. Nah, I know perfect time, it feels like I'm too late. And I know I'm still great in spite of my mistakes. You know it's authentic every rhyme I say. My only regret is I made this way. Morning, 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 everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, but don't fall asleep. <laughs> Wherever you are, this is Kobe Boone. I'm excited to be able to be back with you guys for the Being It, A Man of God podcast. It has been a while. My voice is gone. I'll tell you why in just a moment, um, but I'm so excited to be able to get back and, and jump back into doing this podcast that I believe God definitely gave to me to deliver to men. Um, as a focus of being able to just grow together. You know, I, I think back to the scripture of um, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It's like the precious ointment that ran upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments. As the dew of Harmon, as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord commanded his blessings, even life forevermore. That's, that scripture sticks with me when I think about Spending time as men growing together, having that concept of iron sharpens iron. So I can definitely tell you that I'm excited about this, um, about this particular episode today. After quite a few months, a lot of things have changed in life. Um, a lot of good, a lot of amazing things taking place. So let's dive into it. If I had a subject title for today, for this particular episode, this particular message today, it would be a bound and a base. I'm sorry, it would be a based and a bound. A base and a bound. And I want to give you guys the context of where that particular uh, title has come from. So I was doing some reading, of course, I was in the Word of God, and I was led to Philippians chapter 4, verse 12, and one of the daily, you know how the Bible app has like the daily scripture or whatever. And I've Push myself this year to not only just read that, like actually go deep, get the context, read the chapter before, the chapter after, and actually read the the word in its entirety when these come through. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 12, says in the New King James Version, I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to suffer need. If if I go to the new version, if we go to the new international version, right, the NIV, it says, I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And this scripture just stuck out to me a couple of weeks ago, man, when I had actually read the full chapter and, and some of the teachings from Paul. And the, the whole chapter, if you ever had a chance to go and read it, go read the whole chapter. Like, I mean, my man was given his his farewell in epic fashion and form. Like it was it was absolutely phenomenal. When I thought about where we are for for many men in this age, especially within the millennial young adult type of age group where there's so many distractions happening in our world right now between division, uh, vaccinated versus unvaccinated, um, political parties versus another, 
um, pro this, pro that, uh, just so many different things calling division and divide. And we have to constantly be reminded that first and foremost, this this thing that we're sitting in or you're holding the phone up to right now in your ear, whatever the case may be, this physical earthly body is temple. We're not we're not meant to be here forever. That we have another place, first and foremost, as believers in Christ, that we understand that we gotta go to. Like when we leave from here, we going to one or two options when we leave up out of here. And I think oftentimes we can make gods out of our authority that is here on earth. Now we are we are commanded to, yes, respect our authority, um, to honor our authority, whatever the case may be. But also we understand that we serve a a universal authority, if you will, a uh intergalactic, if you want to use that word, um, that's higher above any man. You know, we we serve the true and the living God. So I think well what's going on when we think about lack, when we look at what we feel like we need to have and what we actually already possess that's been given to us by God. He he promised to never leave us nor forsake us, right? Like he promised that our, our needs will be met. Um, I've never seen a righteous for, uh, forsaken nor um, begging for bread. Somebody get that scripture for me. So when you think of where we are now, and I know I'm kind of rambling, but I'm landing it. Where we think about where we are now in life, I believe in this particular scripture and what Paul was sharing is so important that we learn how to be content. And that's the word I want to drive with you guys is content and where God has us. Just let that resonate. You know what I'm saying? Where you are now, wherever you are in your journey and your life for listening to this podcast, there is a reason why you were there. Right? You didn't just happen to get here by happenstance. There was some choice that was made. It was some decision that was made. It was something that took place for you to be exactly where you are now. And I believe it is our job, duty, and task to figure that out, to seek that, to find, to find that purpose and reasoning for the city that you're in, for the relationship that you're in, for the job that you work, for the clients that you're attracting, for the activities that you take um, that you take part in, for the extracurricular things that you find yourself a part of, like there, there is a reason behind it, and you need to discover that. Because if you discover the reason, you can align with the purpose. Dr. Miles Moreau once said that when purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. And I'm paraphrasing. And when I when I look at that and I think about where we are now in our world and, and for men, I think it's so important now more than ever that we get laser locked in and focused on who we are as a people, as a, as men, what our place is in the community, what our place is in, in helping the, the next generation is so vital and important for our future. But to go deeper into that scripture and, and share a little bit of a testimony uh, over the past couple of months, your boy has been busy. So currently, well, what's going on in the world, corporate is definitely starting to not only talk the talk, but really start to walk the walk. And I got promoted again in my corporate role to diverse markets. So I'm working with chambers, affiliations and associations now um, that represent different different groups like minority owned, veteran owned. Um, so on and so forth for these groups and working from a larger scale and helping to impro- improve business owners' processes and lives. So with that, 
I've literally seen over the last couple of months what six months can really do to change your life. And I'm, st- I'm still in it. Not all the way out of it, guys. Y'all know how I rock up here. I'm honest. Still in it. So I deleted my IG off my phone. I didn't delete my account. I deleted my IG off my phone. I deleted my Facebook off my phone. Um, I still have LinkedIn. Still have Twitter for news. Um, but I have pretty much removed myself from quite a few different uh, social networks and platforms. And the reason for that simply being that it's like, hey, um, I want dedicated time to focus and lock in exactly on where it is that I'm trying to go. And I simply put realize, but to really, really get locked in for six months time and see what what comes from that, you know, contracts on the table, um, it's on it's on me to fulfill them. Most importantly, I'm praying for the grace that God gives me the strength that I need to do so and, and come out on the other side. And I've found that in many times when you open up that door, like you open up that door to the Lord and say, hey, I'm, I'm trusting in you all the way, God. Like this is this is your thing. I'm the soldier that you've chosen for this particular assignment. I need you. One of the best things you can do when starting off your day is getting down on the knees and pray. I'm talking about old school fellas, like not just a quick little prayer. And I believe he loves those too, man. If, if your heart is in it and you're sincere, but there's something about the physical action. There's something about that sacrifice. There's something about taking a physical action um, that I believe is a representation of what's happening in the spiritual realm that really shows to God, like, hey, uh, I'm, I'm accepting what's been given to me uh, from you, and I'm going to make good out of what I, what opportunity I've been given. So that's a season that I've been in and still in at this time is being assigned to do something that is so unique, that is so brand new, that there, there ain't even nobody to go to. Like, ain't even nobody. To, when you really have been given something, like that God placed just for you, ain't no mentors, nobody but Jesus. Like, ain't nobody to call or tap into per se. And you may have people like along the way that have done something similar or whatever, but when you've been called to something, man, it is you and him. Y'all got to lock in. Like, you, you have to be dialed in with him and, and make sure that every step and every path, of the, every step of that way on your path, that you're really listening and trying to hear from God. And how do you do that? Man, it depends on your routine. Some people, they need time to meditate, which I believe is so important, getting your mind in the right space and being in a position to receive. You know, we can't just pray. We also have to meditate as well. I feel feel like prayer is where we speak to God. You know, that's where we we make our declarations known. We make our, our needs known. We pray unto him. But when we meditate, that's when we invite the Holy Spirit in and we shut up. I'm from the old school church, uh, original free will Baptist, right? Like old school, you get down on your knees, your face, you pray, and then you're quiet because you're waiting to hear from the Lord, you know? And there's so many ways you can hear from him. He might drop it in your spirit. He may give you a revelation, which I'll, I'll talk about revelation this weekend in Houston. He may give you a revelation or a perspective of a way that you can look at something or, or uncovering a problem that 
immediately there isn't a specific like service or solution for that he's given in to you and now you have to run that player so into that i'll go into why i don't have a voice this morning um hope this is good to you guys whether you're in the gym uh, whatever the case may be i hope this is uh, something you can definitely take context from this morning but this past weekend was my alma mater's homecoming north carolina agricultural and technical state university Aggie Pride. Uh, so proud to be from A&T. It was the only school for me. So as many of you guys may not know, in my past life, I have a background in nightlife, entertainment, events, um, radio, all, all the bells and whistles um, while I was in college. And actually, since I was about 14 years old, when I first started with Jarris McPhail at a place called Wingspot, um, ex-football player in North Clinton, North Carolina. But anyway, good friend of mine, uh, from JQ Lifestyle, Jeffron Smalls had an event uh, this past weekend, actually three days of events. We were down in Houston uh, celebrating our homecoming, but most importantly, raising funds for the endowment fund down there. Uh, so it's my first time spending a significant amount of time in Houston, Texas. I, of course, I'd been a couple of times before and in and out of the city, flying out, whatever the case may be. But it's my first time actually being in Houston, guys. The vibe, I'm a black man, the vibe in Houston is unlike any city I've been in. I've been in quite a few cities, um, quite a few cities. I, w- I would go as far to even say that Houston is the western Atlanta. And that may be, and that may be a stretch. I might, it might be better. I don't know. Y'all, y'all hit me up. Let me know. I, it might be better to say the western dc maybe that that probably could be a, a more accurate more accurate thing but absolutely this weekend had a ball got to see folks who i had been with for years undergrad and everybody's grown up own companies um corporate got things going i was just thinking about how important it is going back to the scripture that i opened with for philippians 4 and 12 and how important it is to know when God is showing you that it's your time to either be abased or to abound. You know, and helping out one of my closest friends in the world this weekend with his event and just figuring out, hey, are we going to do homecoming? And if you guys don't know, we typically have 10,000, 15,000 plus people in the city um, for homecoming. Actually, in the traditional year, you can say about 100,000 folks are probably coming back um, to Greensboro, North Carolina for homecoming. So this year with the pandemic and different restrictions, so many people were doing homecoming from their own cities and not per se uh, making that trip back to North Carolina. And of course, y'all know flights have been getting canceled like right and left. It's crazy. So got together, said, hey, we're going to run the play. We're going to do this. We're going to invite folks out. And, and give back to the community as well in doing so. And just throughout the whole process, I saw how God continued to just add, add the increase and a free flow and just safety and protection around everybody for this thing to happen. And I don't know what it would look like if we didn't do it this year. If it didn't, if it didn't happen this year, we decided to do it next year, whatever the case may be. And what, I, what I'm going on with that is that You don't know when your grace for something is up. 
So you got to take action. You don't know when your grace for something is up. And what I mean by that is I believe that God blesses us. And I, I, we can come back and you guys share scriptures, hit me up, let me know, whatever. But we have been assigned certain assignments, right, from the most high. And then he gives you that assignment. And just like a test that you take in class, when they hand that sheet to you, whether you got 90 minutes to complete that test, uh, remember the EOGs they used to have back in the day for kids in school, or whether it's a um, whether it's a time situation, whatever the case may be, there is a limit on the grace that you've been given to complete that assignment. And in the very same way, as we serve a God who is a father, we serve a God who is a teacher, is that I believe things are given to us at a certain time. It's, it, it was put in your hands to do. And you've got a limited amount of time to make sure that that thing gets done before the grace runs out. What is the grace? I feel like the grace is just the free-flowing spirit in what you're doing that makes it not so much difficult, but gives you the grace and the strength to get it done and complete it. I've also seen people wait and do stuff out of season where they had an idea that they sat on for too long. They had a plan that they didn't take action in. And by the time they got it going and started doing it, it wasn't op- it was it was out of season, it was out of date. It wasn't it didn't have the same level of success that was expected, projected or predicted previously before. So now they're in this situation where it's like, gosh, like I, I should have made the move sooner, I should have made the move faster, whatever the case may be. So my encouragement to you guys in breaking down this scripture and and my revelation of the things that have happened in my own life and my wife's life, my family, my loved ones, is that as you do both need, need to know, like you need to be patient. You need to wait on the Lord. You need to be a base sometimes. You also got to abound. You also got to stay hungry. You can get complacent. You can have contentment, but you can get complacent. Not when you've been called to a big purpose and a big thing. And as I'm speaking to you guys, whether it's in your headset, your headphones, whatever, I'm speaking to myself. When you know you've been called to do something, brother, do it. Do it. Not only are you hurting yourself by shortchanging yourself and not stepping up to your full potential as a man and, and, and fulfilling what's been given to you. You don't know who's within that path or within that reach or around that six degrees of circumference that the uh, six degrees of separation, rather, that God wants you to impact or he's he's trying to leverage you as a tool to get it done. God gave man dominion over earth. Go back and read your scripture the over the birds of the air, uh, the uh, fish in the sea, the marine the beast of the land, everything that crawleth or walketh over the earth. So when he wants something done here in earth, he's going to do it through man because he gave us dominion here on earth. And when I started breaking down that thing, I remember the first time that I heard it in that way. Um, first with Dr. Miles Monroe, um, one of my favorite bishops, uh, uh, pastors and teachers of all time, uh, Dr. Miles Monroe. Um, Bishop T.D. Jakes back in the day, old Jakes, love love his older sermons, as well as his new ones as well. And then uh, Apostle Selman um, out of Nigeria, 
um, it just hit me. It was just like God, because we God is omnipresent, right? Like He's He's everywhere, all at one time. He's right here in in our in our podcast right now, right? And I was like, man, the idea that God would need me, and technically He doesn't, right? But because He's such a loving God, because He's such a faithful God, and because He loves us as His children, He chooses us. Like He chooses us to work through to fulfill. His uh, his plan and his will here on earth. So the question then becomes, when was the last time you were used? By God. Not by alcohol. Not by sex. Not by your vices. Not by, by, not by your sins. Not by the things that you, that you love and enjoy. But when was the last time you were chosen and you allowed yourself to be used by God to fulfill something? If it's been a while... Get back to serving, man. Get back to get get back to what it is that you know you need to be doing. Write it down. Make it plain. Get you a notebook. Get you a notepad. Get aligned with the Most High. Get back in your Word. Repent. Do whatever you got to do, but do it. Just take the action. Get disciplined enough where you can at least hold yourself accountable. And I think that's part of an uh, issue that a lot of men have. And I've been that same man too, and still struggle with even to this day. Is like take your own word serious. When you say you're gonna do something, make it your daggone darnest to get it done. Just get it done. Whatever it is, at the end of the day, if you can't hold yourself accountable, get an accountability partner. But even then, there's gotta be something on the inside of you that says, hey, like, man, this is on me. Like at the end of the day. We can we can knock this out together. We can talk. We can have. Uh, I I got a good brother named Martin that does that for me, and and vice versa for him. Good king man. Talk to him. Tap in with him. Uh, getting ready to get married here pretty soon, and it's just you you gotta have it. You gotta have it as a man because it's so easy to battle and build and get tired of the battling and then or and, or get used to the battling that you're not building. And what do I mean by that? So, in my own personal belief and experiences that I've had in life, there's never been a time or a season that I wasn't going through a battle. I'm going through a battle right now. It is what it is. And a lot of people focus on the negatives and stuff, but you're always going to be battling something. You could have, your finances could be perfect, your marriage could be at bliss, and then one of your cousins or something struggling. Or somebody that's within your family is going through, or something. You're always going to be battling something. But even in the midst of that, the battle, the results of the battle, I feel like is the lesson. So I feel my preach coming on now. Like the results of your battle is the lesson. When you go through different things and seasons of your life and you're, you're battling, you're facing the opposition, you're facing the obstacle as a man that you're um, trying to get through. The lesson is the result that comes out of that particular battle that now you can take to the next level. And I'm going to be honest with you. You don't go to the next level until you actually have learned the lesson. And though it sucks, <laughs> though it's not fun. Though it feels like God, like just let me get the check, or God, let me let me go to this next thing, or there's got to be something else. I think it's better that you have to, and just using this for a metaphor, I think it's better that you have to go through around Jericho's walls that many times to get a lay in the land and get an understanding 
and, and, and develop those those integral things that you need intrinsically to grow into another level of faith in God before you go to the next level. I think a lot of people want to go and do things and don't realize how their discipline and their ability to be malleable, yet their ability to stand firm on a foundation that's bigger than them is needed to be sustained at that next level. Please don't get lost in the words I'm using. It's just how I talk. Like, I, I truly believe that is a part of what's necessary and required for going to that next level. And you see, we see it all the time, right? Like, we see men who bounce around like popcorn, a bound, a bound, a bound. Like, they, 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 one day they're doing this thing, next thing they're doing that thing, and that's cool. If you're the entrepreneur or you're trying to get into the right role, whatever the case may be, the right industry, like, but we see so much abound. But we never see the fruit of being abased, being strong, stand, standing firm, building something that can't easily be taken away, creating a platform, standing firm in your own avenue, your own lane. Like, so we have these popcorn <laughs> jelly bag, uh, Johnny come lately, as they used to call them, old school uh, type of men nowadays. And when I get deeper into my word and I look at what a, a man's supposed to be, like a true definition of a man and, and, and family and home and marriage, there's so many complexities that are there that are reverberated, I believe, by someone who has learned to be both based and also knowing how to abound. Abound through the word of God. Application to your own life. So as I sit here this morning, looking at the fall leaves outside of my window, I'm telling you guys that I'm striving and my prayer for this season is that God continues to bless me, continues to keep me, that these emails and these new opportunities and new introductions and new clients and stuff continue to flow. But even as I'm a base in my assignment that I've been given, that I trust in the Lord with all my heart. Lean not by my own understanding. Acknowledge him in all my ways. And I'm going to add in trust that he will direct my path in this next step to abound. It's needed. It's required. For myself, for my family, for my legacy, for two generations from now that I may not ever meet. That daddy, Kobe Boone, Kobe Cornell Boone, at 26 years old, made the proper sacrifice that was needed to establish something for our family that was going to that was going to supersede his own life. That will still be reaping the benefits from the relationships that he made in 2021 from the contracts that got signed in 21 and 22. And when he was early in age and starting his career, that that. That these relationships are those that just continue to go through generations, that the impact that was created um, with the systems, the channels, the resources, the the funds, the endowments, the um, the nonprofits, whatever the case may be that God has in store for me over these next couple of months. My prayer for myself and for you, every last one of you that listen all the way through this uh, this podcast, call podcast, whatever, is that. That's something that you you men receive as well. 
I impart that to you in all seriousness from the bottom of my heart. I, 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 I give that to you. I give you that charge as well, is that you can truly trust in the Lord to abound and do the things, make the decisions, take those chances, take those risks, make the choices that are going to not only greatly impact you as a man and God, but your family behind you. And you'll, you'll be so thankful. I believe that. I believe every lesson that's received from a battle and then you come back and rebuild and build every one of them. It just makes you that much. It makes you that much better as a man. It really does. That much more loving, that much more understanding, that much more affirmed. It's all a part of your process and your journey, man. So I don't want to drag this out any longer than what's needed. You guys right here at about 30 minutes in. Um, but that is my prayer. That is my message for today. Um, for you guys, I'm so excited to be able to have this platform. Um, I promise I'm going to take this more seriously, more seriously and, and ensuring that I, I get out these revelations that God gives to me that I believe is not only just for me, but for all of you as well. So I would, I would impart to you as well. Spend some time in Philippians chapter four Kings. I'm telling you, spend some time in it, uh, study it. No, I'm continuing to study it, um, Philippians in general, um, and just really dive in to that word. I believe it will bless you because um, it truly has blessed me. So I'll leave you with this on today. Guys, feel free to hit me up, uh, social media, inbox me, email me, whatever the case may be. If this podcast is great with you. Um, share it to a brother, share it to somebody you know that 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 needs some words um, of encouragement, that needs, um, you know, just some go- some godly conversation, you know, some godly conversation as well. Um, that way we can continue to grow and become the best version that we were created and called to be. That's my only ask from you guys. Like, share, comment, and all those other things as well. Have a great day. God bless.